very good. Oh. Mm -hmm. the, uh, this year it, it should be um, in memory of uh, Dr. Yaffe's mother, right? Yes. What was the name? Bela Dreja. Bela Dreja. Baspurah Halevia. Blessed memory. The Shema should have an Aliyah. Okay. The, um, now there's a... Um, you know, there's a concept that before we sit down to learn, it's we learn in order to do. And um, we had, uh, we once had somebody in our shir, um, and we learned the Gemara that, uh, about brismila, and there was a discussion that the moil has to be somebody that keeps the bris, and if he's not Shomer Shabbos, it could be that the bris it wasn't done correctly. And this person actually uh, asked the Shailan Halach, and he needed to redo his, he needed to get a toughest dam, uh, because uh, there was a Shaila about his moil. So um, he used to say the Dafyomi was dangerous. You know, that, uh, uh, so, um, so don't get, uh, nobody should want to be another Shimshon, you know, don't get any idea. You know, we learn because we want to, uh, find new ways to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uh, get close to him, um, don't get any ideas. You know, Nazar Shimshon is not for the... Uh, the one thing about Nadorim and Nazar, these are things that we don't do at home. You know, it's, uh, it, it's been the collective wisdom of Chazal that there are certain areas that we're better off um, avoiding. But uh, what is Nazar Shimshon and uh, what type of Nazar is it? And also, there's all these details we're going to get to there soon. Um, let's go back to the Mishnah on Gimel Amid Beis. Uh, the person takes a vow, and again, the Nazar, many halachas, I think there's ten mitzvahs that kick in when you accept to be a Nazar. And uh, the person gets, uh, at the moment, he gets all excited, they meet a Nazar, and, and there is a concept of striking when the iron is hot. In other words, when you're inspired... You jump in. You say, me too. I'm going to be a Nazar also. Uh, but the question is, and then when you calm down and you realize maybe not so fast, uh, the question is, is it too late? Uh, did you already say the words? So what if a person only mentioned one aspect of Naziris? He didn't mention, he didn't say, I want to be a Nazar. He said, I want to do the hair thing. You know, different things appeal to different people. You know, some people, they want to have long hair. They say, okay, I'll do, you know, they want to do the wine. Okay, I'll be, a, you know. So the question is, what if they only mention one thing? So we're going to see a debate if they have to mention the, that's not enough, or they have to mention everything. Let's see the Mishnah. Harani knows the Minakatsanim. If a person says, I'm going to stay away from the grape seeds, and I'm going to stay away from the Zogim, the grape skins, or Minataglachas. Or I'm going to stay, I'm going to do the haircut thing. Or minatuma. Or impurity. Even if he only mentions one of these, uh, he's a nazar. And uh, he's going to have to do everything. Uh, by the way, let's look quickly at the tosos. It means one or the other. I'm, I only, I'm going to do the grape skin thing. Well, guess what? You can't eat the grape skin, you can't eat the grape seeds, you can't have grape juice, you can't have wine, even though you only mentioned one aspect. Uh, so let's see the... the, the he did the, say Nazir, right? He did use the word Nazir in that statement? All right, so that's a good point. The word Nazir means to make a vow. 
So he didn't say, I will be a Nazir. He said, I am <laughs> vowing from, I am Naziring from grapes. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. So is he right? If he said, I'll be a Nazir, automatically he's a Nazir. But he's saying, no, I'm Nazaring from grapes, grape skins, grape seeds. Uh, so must he... didn't use the word Nazir. He just said, I am forbidden from grape seeds. Mm-hmm. Then that would not become a Nazir, right? Correct. Or... Well, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You're, you're asking a good point, right? Uh, uh, we're... Um, what if he didn't use that term, if he just said forbidden? <laughs> right, but, but did, would we say he's taking on the whole shebang? In other words, here we're saying that even though he only mentioned one aspect, that it, it includes everything. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess Shmuel would say, if the Nazar was walking by and he said, no, no grape seeds for me, that would mean, according to Shmuel, that he did take it upon himself. Yeah. Because when the Nazar passes him by, that's an indication of he's trying to be akin to the Nazar. Right, but I, I suppose he's asking really on the Mishnah. The Mishnah specifically said he used the word Nazir. I'm vowing. But what if he didn't uh, use that word? I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying that based yeah. on what we've learned already, that it really... That it the context, it yeah. Yeah, the context... Mm-hmm. I, I could see him saying. Correct. Our question is, let's say you don't have the Nazar walking by, and he was very clear about one aspect, but he didn't mention all of it. So does it kick in or not? So that's actually our argument. And Masnistin de Lokar of Shimon... Uh, let's see the Gemara. The Mishnah doesn't follow Rishim and the Tanya Rishim and Omer Einu Chayev Achi Yidur Mikulim. He's only a Nazar unless he takes the vow. It's interesting. He, he uses the word Yidur, but takes the vow over here from all of them. Rabban and Omer Yafilu Nazir, and the Rabban switch from Nidor to Nazir. Right? That's just interesting. The language of the Gemara because now I'm trying to bring a proof to what you're asking. But uh, you see, for the more almost uh, that they interchange. Ela bechad Even if you only pick one. So the debate is, again, a Nazar is somebody that takes the vow to do all these different aspects, the wine, the haircut, the tumah. The question is, if he only mentioned one, is that included? So we have two opinions. So now the Gemara wants to know, my time at Rosh where did Rosh get to? you got to mention the whole thing. Because the verse says, He, he says that you, if he only says, I'm just avoiding grapes, <laughs> only grape skins. No, you got to say everything. Rabban in my time, or the rabbi, even if all you say is no wine for me, so that's going to include the grapes and the grape skins and the rest of it. The Pasuk seems to say, even if you just mention the wine. Uh, by the way, shaker means old wine. Yain means... Sometimes shaker means beer or entire, but you've got wine, and then shaker in this sense means wine that's aged and that really packs a wallop. You know, it's a shaker wine. So he, he takes from wine and old wine. He needs that to tell you that even though uh, uh, he's a nazar and avoids wine, well, what about if there's a mitzvah to drink wine? So. Uh, uh, it comes to tell you that not only does he, for, you might have thought that he can, he's only can't drink wine at the bar, but he could drink wine for Kiddush and Abdullah. But we're coming to tell you that it forbids, even when he becomes a Nazar, he even forbids wine for a mitzvah.
Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I'm just looking around. Does anybody mention that explicitly? That it's... In this case, it's all one again. I recognize that even if nobody mentions it, like all of a sudden, so, so you know, beer, which is often a, you know, a grain product, would be a problem for a Nazir. I, I, I thought I saw it somewhere. I'll have to look for it. Um, I originally started, that was my initial thought, Shekhar is not one, but then um, it seemed like that was how it was understood in the Pusik, but I, I, I don't remember where I saw it. Um, Wait, the Nazir is not allowed well, to They bring down a note, Rabbi. They bring down a note, Rabbi. Well, well, the Pusik is not being part, which is uh, clearly uh, saying that it needs only one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He's saying oh, that oh, that oh, goes back to the Pusik in Bamidbar where it comes out, the Shekhar's. Love Gimel. Love Gimel. Okay, thank you. So yeah, apparently it has to do with the pasuk, not even our Gemara so much, but the pasuk itself. They, they, that's the way the Mepharshim explained the Shekhar there. Okay, so w- now the Gemara says, well, when do you have to drink wine? Kiddush v'Avdolah. So then the Gemara says, Sinai. So now it's a question how to read the Gemara. This is what makes Gemara fun. You never know if the Gemara is asking a question or giving an answer. Um, so uh, the, let's take a look at the Tosfos, um, it's the fourth, the, uh, the fifth Tosfos on this page, Mahi Kiddush Vavdala, Mush Omar and let's skip down to the end of the Tosfos, uh, He says, and I'm not sure if this is what it means, usually the word Garcina means that his version of the Gemara has that this is a question. Is, 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 is not, a, not an answer or not a statement, but he actually has the word bitmia in it. I'm not sure if he means it, that it says it or he's saying that that's how he learns it as a question. The question is, do, uh, is there a mitzvah to drink wine in, a, in the Minah Torah for Kiddush and Havdalah? Can't you do Kiddush and Havdalah Minah Torah without drinking wine? You could do Kiddush with tefillah and you could do Havdalah on uh, tea or some other drink. Uh, the key, Mushva Omar, Klomar. I'm continuing in the Rabbeinu Tam in the second half of Tosos. Lamali Kra, are you telling me you need a Pusik <coughs> that the Nazar can forbid drinking Kiddush and Abdullah? Mutter Mitzvah. And that it's permitted to um, forbid for, uh, Mitzvah wine. Viki Mushva, Nahidi Kiddush Hayom Diraisa. Even though there's a Mitzvah Minator to make Kiddush, Alayayan. Uh, even though there's a mitzvah minatory to make kiddush, you're, you're not required to make it out. Why does the kreya yan asmachta? That's just a, a, a nice thing. So the Gemara is going to give another answer. So the way the Rabbeinu Tam learns the Gemara, which is how we're going to learn it also, is that we said that the extra pusik of uh, where it mentions to, uh, wine and shaker, it's coming to tell you that even though there's a mitzvah in some cases, if you drink wine, then the Nazar can forbid it. So, and the, the Gemara answers, when it is a mitzvah for Kiddush and Abdullah, and so the Pasuk is telling you the Nazar can forbid himself for Kiddush and Abdullah. So the question is, uh, do, do you, are you telling me that there's a mitzvah at Har Sinai to drink wine? Did, did Hashem tell you you have to drink wine? You don't. So therefore, that can't be what the Pasuk's coming for. That's the way Rabbeinu Tam learns the question. 
That's a good one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The, the Rambam understands that, that uh, again, like the beginning of Tosfos, like the, the, the first part of Tosfos, is that saying Havdalah is a mitzvah to arise of the Pira Shabbos. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the reason why we make a geffen on it. Otherwise, why are we making a bari priya geffen on something that's, that's, you know, not a dabish of kedusha that's right in front of you, but you're, you're, you're giving it kedusha by saying, okay, now the kedusha is gone and the soil mm-hmm. is coming in. Right, right, yeah. That's an interesting. Now, by the way, some people learn that there is a mitzvah in it. We don't have to make it on wine, but once we decide that that's where we're making our kiddush, that turns our kiddush into a Torah. In other words, we could have done the, the mitzvah, the arisa, with davening. And in right. fact, if a person doesn't have wine, that's what they're supposed to do. Or you right. could make it on challah. But once you decide to make it on Kiddush, so you, that's when you're doing your Torah mitzvah. Right. But, you're not, but you, you're not obligated to drink the wine to do the Torah mitzvah. Right. Yeah. I wonder if there's, there's any opinions that would consider that Hedra mitzvah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, they do. They do. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's the, but either way, the, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Just to mention, to, to strengthen what you said a moment ago, uh, the commentaries bring down the Tosos and the Rush mm-hmm. as well, saying that the, the, the gears that they had didn't have the word hare. It said the uh, chi. So it turned it into a question. Oh, okay. That's the way so they that, had. That strength, that strength is what you said a moment ago, and it said it's in line with the Tosos. Yeah, actually, that would be more common to have the word v'chi and, and to actually have the bitmia. The more it very rarely gives you the benefit of knowing it's a question, right? So, but either way, back to the drawing board. Ella means back to the drawing board. What do we do with the pasuk? We said, well, we needed to tell you that the Nazar can't make kiddush on wine. Amara says we would know that. Amara says Ella ki It's for a different teaching. If a person promised that he was going to drink, he swore he was going to drink, and then he said, but I'm going to be a Nazar. So, as the Nazir is Kal al even though now he's got a mitzvah to keep his word, the Naziris blocks that. That's what we use the Pusik. Rabbanin Nami Hamiboy Lisu Yain Mitzvah Kayain Rishus. Wouldn't they need the Pusik for that? The Gemara says, In Kain Le Makra Mi Yain. My Vishek, or Shmami Natarti, there's room to say two drushes in here. Okay. Rishinin, Hainu Taiman Exiv, Sheikha. So, why does it mention like Rav Shimon? Who says um, you got to mention all things? Why does he mention new wine and old wine? So the answer is, He says it it mentions wine and strong wine to teach us something that it uses a similar term by the base of Migdash, by the Kohanim. The Ksiv over there it says Yain v'Sheker Al you, the Kohanim, no wine or intoxicating beverage. Atobanecha, my gabi, just like by Nazar. Yain hu delitzer. The Nazar is only forbidden to drink wine. If he wants scotch, he's welcome. Avushar mashkim lo, af gabi migdash nami. Also by the base of migdash. The Kohen is only forbidden to drink wine. Yain hu delitzer. Avushar mashkin. But if he wants to drink something else, the mishtakrin lo. He could, uh, he could go in, it's not forbidden. Uh, now, it could be it's common sense that you can't go in drunk, but if you can handle your liquor, you, in theory, you, if you could have, if it's only wine that specifically you have to avoid. Uh, and it could be wine, according to many, the original sin of Adam Arishon was with wine. You know, so maybe specifically wine was picked. The more said, and this would exclude Rabbi Huda, obviously, because Rabbi Huda says that a coin can't drink anything. It's not just wine. Any alcoholic may. Tanya Omar. Ochud Vela. 
he says if you get a fruit high, if you, you eat certain fruits and you kiloyes v'shasa dvash and you drink sugar v'cholav and milk v'niknas amigdash chayes. In other words, if there's something else that gives you a buzz, uh, you can't go in the base of meat. It doesn't have to be uh, even alcohol. Or if you want, you could say Rav Shimon um, doesn't normally hold that um, there's a debate whether you have multiple things forbidden to Tanya. Rav Shimon Omer You're not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. What if you eat treif? So is that two sins or is it just you broke Yom Kippur? So uh, he holds that you, we won't whip you twice. We just get in trouble for eating on Yom Kippur. You're not going to get in trouble for eating treif. Um, so, um, the what? Which one you would get? No? In other words, I'm just reading the words. He says, in Pater, on the Nevela part, right? Um, I, I understood it was on the Nevela part. Um, yeah. Um, let's read the, uh, let's look at the, at the Rashi over here. Last thin lines. Where do you see that he doesn't hold you can be multi-tanya? No, you're right. The Isra of Yom Kippur, thank you. That you don't find that the Isra Yom Kippur comes on top of the Isra Nevela. Well, Yom Kippur forbids even other foods. So this is a double whammy. Uh, but he doesn't say that. And uh, that's what he says over there. Um, the, uh, um, in other words, if you can't drink unintoxicating wine, certainly you shouldn't be able to drink intoxicating wine. <laughs> in other words, if you're going to tell me a coin can't even drink the, uh, the, the low alcohol stuff, certainly that super strong, heavy-duty, you know, you can't drink. Rishimit would learn it anyways, because he holds that you can't compare the two. Oh, the Rabbanin, I, what are the Rabbanin going to do? What are they going to do with that? You know why it mentions the grapes and the skins? What if he eats half a grape and half a skin? To tell you that they add together. If he's a little bit of grape juice, a little bit of wine, a little bit of grape skin, that it adds together. Uh, and, uh, so, and hi, how is Rishimin going to know that? Rishimin less late to Europe. Rishimin doesn't, doesn't agree to that. The time Rishimin Omer, um, he says, uh, you only have to have a little bit for him to whip him, but lo Omer Kazayas, uh, when it says the Kazayas, that's for the Corbin, to bring an offering for having sinned. Uh, but he doesn't hold of, of combining half, a, half an olive of grape skin and half an olive of grape juice and half a, a mixture. Okay, moving on. So that's, that's a fascinating debate. It has other ramifications, but uh, now we go further. Hareini uh, Kashimshim. So we're going to see that uh, there's Naziris, and the most famous Nazir is Shimshon. And he's, by the way, we read the Haftorah of Shimshon uh, on the Parsha of Nazir. Um, and so that would lead us to believe that Shimshon was a Nazir, right? Isn't that reasonable to think that he was a Nazir? But actually, he was a Nazir, not like any other Nazir. <laughs> um, 
Usually a nazar is a vow that a person <coughs> takes. Shimshin never promised to be a nazar. His mom did. Yeah. And so that doesn't fit any... Uh, usually uh, uh, that's, uh, it doesn't fit the pattern. And, and the halachas are a little bit different. So um, what we're going to see is uh, how does the, what we call the zero shimshin, how does that fit into the, uh, the pattern? So hareni kashimshin, a person says, I want to be like shimshin kabem Noah kabal delila, like the husband of delila, kimisha, the guy that picked up the doors. If you all remember, they tried to lock him in. And so he said, no problem, he picked up the doors. <laughs> the, uh, kimisha, and those were big doors. I mean, those were gates, right? not just doors. Uh, or I'll be like the guy that had his eyes blinded out. Um, by the Philistines. So all of these indicate that he's not just being a Nazar, he's picking the Shimshin kind of Nazar. And we'll see again what the differences are. Why do you got to mention all the, just mention one thing. If you just said, I'm going to be like Shimshin, have it mean a Shimshin Akhwina? Maybe it was. There's lots of Shimshins around. No, the Shimshon who was the son of Menoch. Maybe that's a nickname. It's got to be like the one that was the husband of Delilah, of Delilah. In other words, you have to have at least enough. I mean, we can't answer over here, Shimshon was walking in front of you when you said it. You know, like that. A, that, even that would be a little far-fetched for the Gemara, right? That, but if you have to give one more detail to be clear that you that you're 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 picking that specific form of nazirus. So now the Gemara wants to know what's the difference between the shimshin nazirus and other nazirus. Ma be nazir olam and nazir shimshin. Uh, now we already know that a nazir shimshin is a full term. We're going to see that the uh, uh, that the average nazir was actually just thirty days, but nazir shimshin was a lifer. So, but why? It, why? How is if you just decide to be a nazar for life? Is that the same as being a nazar shimshin or not? Right. And so if you take that off the table, the amount of time is the actual type of naziris the same? So it's not. So the Mishnah wants to know what's the difference. Ma being nazar, what's the difference between being a nazar forever and nazar shimshin? So the Mishnah explains nazar olam. If you're a lifetime nazar. So then we have Rachmanus on you. The Torah has Rachmanus. You can, uh, you can uh, take a haircut. Hikvid sorrow. If your hair is getting heavy, make a batar. You can lighten it a little bit. People get headaches if their hair is like too, uh, too heavy or whatever. So if you're a life term, you know, if you let your hair... They have these pictures of people who like that let their nails grow forever or their mustache or they, they want to get it to get it. And it's unbelievable. Like you, you, if you've ever seen those pictures, like they don't, they don't look real. Um, uh, but so if a guy like let his hair grow for life, I mean, you can't imagine what that would look like. They have people who they claim that have never shaved their beard. But I think the beards tend to naturally fall out, you know, the, uh, whereas uh, hair, if you don't, you let it, it'll keep on growing. So uh, What? Oh, it falls out too. Okay, right. So, uh, but we we'll let him uh, we'll let him take a, a, use the blade uh, once a year. Nazir Shimshin Meiko Star Meiko Batar Umeimi Sholish Behemus. But when he does, he has to bring offerings. The Imnitma, and if he if he becomes impure, maybe Korm Betuma. So those are by the regular full term Nazir. Nazir Shimshin. Whereas if he's a Shimshin Nazir. He comes to base and it says, my hair is too long. 
We said, tough luck. That, that's it. <laughs> You're stuck. The im nitma, but the law, if he became tame, he doesn't bring a korban on tuma. The laws of tuma don't apply in the same way to the nazar shimshim. So let's see the gemara. Nazar olah mandikishmayu. How do we get into a full term nazar? How did that jump in the mishnah here? So the gemara said, "You're right." Suri maxra. We're missing a few words. In other words, you can't just a, a mishnah will will introduce something. It can't just throw it in there. So Gemara said, you're right. The original class was, had some extra words in there. This is the original teaching. If a person says, I'm going to do sign up for a life term of Nazar, that works. And so then the Gemara said, Isn't that the same being a lifer as the Shimshin one? If you'd sign up for a lifetime Nazar and your hair gets heavy, we let you uh, use the blade to, to get a haircut. Well, maybe shosh behemus, maybe karmatuma, nazar shimshin, hikvitsar, enu mekobatar, we don't let you cut your hair as we turn the page, but enu maybe karmatuma. And you don't bring a karmatuma. So now the more is really asking this concept that nazar shimshin doesn't bring an offering if he becomes tame. So do we mean korban hu de lo maisi avonaziris cha oleha? that it implies that he doesn't bring an offering, but he really is a Nazar and can't become Tame. So, um, is, is that true or not? Can a Nazar Shimshin become Tame? Is that, uh, let's look at the top toast. Korban Dulai, see, Pirish, Nazar Shimshin, a Nazar Shimshin, Avo Nazir is Allah. He is a Nazar, Klomer, Le'inish, Isu, Litmus, Le'mesim, Le'chatchila. Is he allowed to be, get, become impure? When we say he doesn't bring a korban, is it just like, well, maybe he doesn't have that expense, but he's not allowed to become Tameh, or not. So back to the Gemara. Money must be said, who's our Mishnah? Low Rabbi Yehuda, low Rabbi Shimon. It doesn't seem to fit the two opinions. He said, if you're a Nazar Shimshin, you could go to the cemetery. You could be Metameh Lameisim. Why? You read the story of Shimshin carefully, you'll see uh, he killed quite a lot of people, and he did it with his hands, uh, sometimes even without a weapon. Uh, it was um, the, um, the Rav Shimon Omer, no, Omer Nazar Shimshin lo Omer Klum. He says there's no such thing as Nazar Shimshin. He says uh, Shimshin is not a vow. Shimshin never became a Nazar by promising, taking on verbally to be a Nazar. And so, if he didn't do it that way, you can't do it that way. He never promised to be a Nazar. So, we're talking about a type of vow. Uh, you say, I want to be a Nazar like Shimshin. Well, Shimshin wasn't a Nazar through a vow. So, he says that you can't do it. You can't even be a Nazar Shimshin. You can be a Nazar Ola, but not a Nazar Shimshin. So, what kind of Nazar Shimshin are we talking about? So, money. If it's like Rebbe Huda. Who, how he says, you can become Tame. And our Mishnah says, if he became Tame, which implies that we agree that another Shimshin should not become Tame. So our Mishnah is definitely not Rebbe Huda. If it's Rebbe Shimon, he says there's no such thing as another Shimshin. So who is our Mishnah? So the Morris says, really, it's Rebbe Huda. And really, another Shimshin is allowed to become Tameh. Why did we use the word if? By a regular lifetime Nazar, there 
he's not allowed to become Tame, so it's if he became Tame. In order to keep the words uniform, Tanitnami Gabi Shimshani Nitma. But really, uh, you're not, Al Nazar Shimshan uh, is allowed to become Tame. And where is this debate? It sounds like a different debate. And uh, again, whether you can become a Nazar Shimshan or not, uh, and there is this new type of Naziris without the Tumah. This is intentional. He, he could literally intentionally become Tumah and not be a problem. Correct. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the question, though, is that makes it like a different flavor of Naziris. To us, the Naziris is one of the three halachas of a Nazar is to stay away from Tumah. And so to say that there's something called Nazar Shimshin and, it, and you're allowed to become Tameh, so you kind of have to prove that there is this uh, uh, type of Naziris. So maybe this is the, has to do with a different argument. Where do we see this different argument? What happens if a person says, I want to be like a firstborn? So is that something you can, uh, well, I want this Corbin, this meat, to be forbidden like firstborn meat. Now, is firstborn something that you can do with a vow? Or no, it's, it's a reality of, of opening the womb, of being the firstborn. Um, you can't donate a firstborn offering. You can't, it's not, a, it's not something that's verbalized. It's something that's natural. Getting back to Shimshon also. Shimshon is not something, you know, if an angel comes to your parents and says, you know, make him another, then he, uh, you could be another Shimshon. But it's not something that you can, uh, um, that you can do on your own. So the Tanan, can you make something forbidden like a Bukhara of Yaakov Asri says, <coughs> what? Just, just, just a side point, don't we have that line, Nazira Shimshun, including when we say Ataris Yes, we do. Yes. So we probably hold like, uh, not like uh, Reb Shimon. Yes. Yeah, we probably, that's, in other words, we include that, pro- that probably doesn't, fight. Reb Shimon probably didn't have that in his, his text. Right. So, so according to that, that opinion that we go by, that there is the concept of it. Yes. So we have to be very careful. I have to be very careful, that's right. right. Right, right, that's true. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Even the, okay. So, uh, Rabbi Yossi, but over here by Bechor, can you turn something in Kedushas Bechor? The first opinion says, yeah, Rabbi Yossi Mater. And my love, Rehuda Savalek, Rav Yaakov, the Omar, lo in Dover Anider. It doesn't have to be something you can vow. And so, therefore, you can make a Bechor, you can make a Nazir Shimshin. Rav Shimon, Savalek, Rav Yossi, the Omar, Bein in Dover Anider. It has to be, you have to be able to be vowable. So is that the same machlokus over there? So Morris said, no, not necessarily. It could be in order to take, it has to be vowable. So what's the debate over there? Vishani Gabi Bechor. By firstborn, exceed Bei Lahashem. It includes that uh, is even if you didn't, if it wasn't born first, if it was dedicated to Hashem, that's an extra word. It's obvious to Hashem. It comes to include you can give something kedushas bechor even though it's not a bechor. I, what's Rabbi Yossi going to do with that? Ahumi boy He uses that to tell you that if you <coughs> sin, that even though you are obligated to bring an offering, you have to dedicate that offering. So the Morris says, Umay Royce, how do we know that we include a chatos and ashem if you want to make something forbidden like a sin offering? And even though this is not a sin offering, and even though you didn't do the sin, you can make it forbidden. But you can't make something forbidden like a bechor. What's the difference? 
So the Gemara answers, Marbani Katosa Asham. I include forbidding things like sin offerings, because those become holy with a, 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 with a vow. And I exclude a firstborn, because it really doesn't come about through a vow. Rav Yaakov says, no, even a firstborn, there's a verbal declaration. Where do you see that? The Tanya shobez Rabbeinu Omar. They taught the following: What happens if you have a firstborn, a Mazel Tov? You get a new, uh, new animal gives birth to a male. You uh, have a mitzvah to verbally declare it's a firstborn. It's not enough that it's the firstborn that it opened the womb. You have to declare it that there's a mitzvah, you see that there's an idea of verbalizing something that doesn't really, even though it's automatically a firstborn, it's still a mitzvah to verbalize it. For Rabbi Yossi, Omen, he did mitzvah like Disho, he agrees, but lo if you don't, mi lo kaddish. Wouldn't it, it's just a nice thing to declare it a before, but you really don't have to. It's not like first Bikurim. Where you have to make that Correct. Decision. That's good, a good point. Yeah. By Bikurim, there's multiple fruits, and so you have to decide which is first and which right. you and tie the rib in it. And you actually make that right. right. But by the firstborn, you know, it opened the womb, it's the firstborn by, uh, automatically. So Morris says, Doesn't it say that by Nazar? So the answer is we use that for something else. But so we're in the middle of a debate. Uh, if there's a concept of Nazar Shimshon that's a little different than traditional Aziras, and is Nazar Shimshon vowable? Meaning, can you become a Nazar Shimshon by taking the vow to be a Nazar Shimshon, even though the original Nazar Shimshon didn't have to do with taking a vow? And we're comparing it to firstborn, that its holiness doesn't come from a vow. And uh, we said firstborn's a little different. And then we said, even though firstborn, there is a mitzvah to make a, vow, make a verbal declaration, there's a debate whether that's essential or not. But we do have the word Lashem by Shimshon also. And so our question is, what does that teach you? Uh, by the Nazar, I'm sorry, by Nazar it uses the word Lashem. So maybe it comes to teach you that uh, something else also. What does it come to teach you? So the Gemara answers, we use it for the following. This is, we had this in the Dorim. It's a famous story. Omer Shimon Tzadik. Shimon Tzadik was one of the most famous Kohanim Gedolim. I think it was 40 years. He had like the longest reign, like the longest. He saw a lot of things in his time. So he said, Miyama, even though I've been through a lot of Nazirim, it's not my first rodeo. Lo, achalti ajam Nazir Tame. So uh, the, when a Nazir becomes Tame, he brings an offering. And the Kohanim, <coughs> they, they eat all types of offerings. So he never went, he didn't want to eat a Nazir Tame's offering. That didn't appeal to him. So he, he, he never tasted the Nazar Tame's offerings. Why? He felt that they didn't have a good holiness to them because the Nazar Tame really didn't want to do that. <laughs> he didn't want to become Tame. He didn't want to bring that offering. He was forced to do it, and he regrets being a Nazar. And so to, bring, to eat, it's one thing when a, the offering is done. You know, you're not allowed to force people to bring offerings. They have to want to do it. And so even though he, he's got to do it, if he ever wants to get a haircut, he's going to have to do it. But he doesn't want to, and so therefore he felt he, did, he avoided eating those offerings. Except there was one Nazar that he did eat his offering. And this Nazar, he felt, 
um, was the ideal Nazar. What is that? Shaboy Lad Minadorim. This is a, he came from the south. Now, why we need to know that? Um, again, they all, there are a lot of details we would love to know, and they include details that uh, there must be a reason why. But he came from Durham. Some people say Durham refers to wisdom and that he was uh, the intellectual. But Yafei Naim, he had beautiful eyes, Vitovroi. And again, he had a good appearance. The Kutzvas of Sidurim Lo Taltalim. And boy, did he have a head of hair. He had the full locks. <laughs> Omarti Lo. So he comes into the base of Migdash. Now, people that like hair are not going to be the type to get a baldy. You know, if you really like your hair, they're very proud of it. It's, uh, I don't know, what you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's something we have. You know, Hashem makes the hair grow. I don't know why somebody's proud, but people are very proud of their hair if they have it. So they're not going to switch to the bald. I mean, you know, they go to the barber, what it'll be today. You know, he's not going to go for the baldy. So, Amartilo Benit, so when you become a Nazar and you finish it, you cut it all off. So I said to him, my son, my Roy Slisha, and this guy had really nice hair. Why are you, you know, why are you cutting all the shots? Why are you cutting it off? You know, and he, he had to put, it's also some people, they, they're like too lazy to cut their hair. That's different. If you, if you have hair and you do the hairdo where every hair is, they're working on that. They're combing it a lot before they get up every morning to get it to look like that. So Amelo, he said, Now again, it's a question of all these, I was a shepherd. Uh, and who was his boss? His boss was his dad. The, the guy, it's the goddess of Gomorrah. They all talk about more of the details of this case. And I was going to the well. And I looked at my appearance. You could, uh, the well was the mirror. You could see yourself. And my Yitzhahara grabbed me and said, as a beautiful guy like you, you could have any woman you want. You know? And he, the Yetzirah was trying to make me destroy my world. Omar Tilo, and I said to my Yetzirah, Reka, you empty vessel. Why are you so arrogant about something that's not even yours? Shesophilios Roma, but do you think you're you're you think you're great because you look so handsome? That's going to turn to worms. Avoda, I swear, sheagaleach l'shemayim. I'm going to cut off every hair for the sake of heaven. So that's so he told Hashem and Zadik that that's why he was going to be a Nazar. So Amadati, I stood up for this guy. Vinashai kissed him. Amadil Kamoska Yibanizir Bisrael. That's the way to do it. That, I hope there are other Nazars like that. Um Lashem. So that Nazar he ate from the offering because he felt that it was really a uh, a, a major Nazar. So let's get back to the Gemara. I'd love to spend more time on that, but we got to go right to a Shimshin Lab Nazar. Was that Nazar Tameh? Yeah, he, so, so, so he had made a mistake, but he felt he was the Shem Shemaim, so even when he became Tameh, he was, yeah. Because of his original reason. His initiation was. Right, that's right. It's, it's a lesson that if a person does something for the right reasons, even when it doesn't work out, I'm doing the Shem Shemaim. So if it, if it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, it doesn't, right? That's, the, that's how I understood that. So it came out a very interesting thing that according to Rav Shimon, there's no such thing. It's not a real Nazar. Shimshin, a Nazar is a vow. And Shimshin was not a Nazar. He was not vowed. It was something the angel told his parents. But he himself wasn't a regular Nazar. 
So is that true? Are you going to tell me you're going to rewrite the books? It uses the word. He, he's vowed. The answer is, that's the angel. That's a different thing. And how do you know that Shimshim became impure? It says, with this jawbone of the donkey, I killed a thousand men. So if you kill men, if you kill them, so that means that uh, with the jawbone of a donkey, that means that you became tummy. So the Gemara said, Dilma Goru Begoru. No, maybe you whacked them for low Nagabahu. It doesn't mean you, you know, you, you, the question is, a jawbone is pretty small, but maybe you like, you know, you used a flicking motion or the, you managed to kill him without touching him. You know, he was, he was very talented, Shipshin, how he did it. Touching the, only touching the sword. Sword. No, no, the dead body. With metal. Right, it wouldn't convey the impurity. Yeah. So the Lord said, but there's a different Pasuk. So this was uh, a Shimshon Shevabrachus. He, he did a Shevabrachus. Uh, um, the deal was that, um, again, I'd love to I have to talk about Shimshon. The Shimshon is really a whole subject of how it works. It's really not understood well by, by very few people. And considering that it's a section of Torah, it's a, uh, um, it's a very beautiful, important lesson. It's people just, oh, it doesn't. But one of the things Shimshon did uh, was that um, uh, he made a riddle at his Sheva Brachus, and uh, they, they made a bed about buying clothing. Clothing then was very expensive. And they had a very big Sheva. They had 30 people uh, just from the other side at the Sheva Brachus. And he promised that he would, buy, he would get them all new suits if they guessed the, guessed the riddle. And so uh, they needed 30 suits. So what he did was he killed 30 people and gave them the suits off the dead people to give it to the plishtim to satisfy the, uh, the promise he made. Off the shelves. So, um, and so it, when he took the clothing off them, so he clearly touched them to take their clothing off. So you see that he became impure. So the Morris said, maybe he stripped them naked first and then he killed them. I mean, it's to keep the clothing cleaner, I guess, if he did it that way. The Gemara says, no, it says he whacked them first and then he took off the clothing. Maybe he didn't kill them. He left them like, uh, you know, they, he, almost. And then, uh, then he took the clothing off before they dropped dead. And then this way he wasn't impure. So the Gemara says, you're right. How do you know he became Tommy? The Gemara says, El Gemiri. El-Gamiri. No, it's our understanding that he became Tame, that, uh, that a Nazar Shimshin could become Tame. The Nazar Olam Hekiksif. Where do you see, next question, that there's such a concept of being a Nazar for a life term? Uh, not a Nazar Shimshin. The Tanya Rabbi Omer. So he says that Avsholom, the son of David Amelech, was a Nazar Olam. Shinamar. How do you know? Because he said he, uh, he wanted to go keep his vow. Me, our boy, Mishan, after 40 years, um, Shana Melech, he, he said to the king, Elchana, I'll go, Vishan, I'll keep my vows. Ashenad to Shem Bechevron, I want to go to Hebron, in Megaleach. And he, he would take a haircut, every 12 months. Shanem Ravi, Miketz, Yami. What we're going to show that Avshalom, uh, there's a view that, uh, uh, that he was a lifer, and uh, that these are the laws of the lifer, Nazar. We'll finish it on Shabbos, Mirz Hashem. But that's another type of Nazar, the lifetime Nazar and the leniencies that apply there. Have a great day, great Shabbos, everyone.